Hello, I'm Anne. And I'm Dean. And together Together we we are are Collectively Aligned. The conversational podcast about intuition, parenting, lifestyle and business. We are delighted to have you here. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, it's Anne. And hello, it's Dean. And in today's episode, we are actually talking about our IVF journey. So we... When we got married, uh, a couple of years later, we decided to start trying for our first child and we had trouble falling pregnant and we've been trying for quite a while. Um, and Enjoyed I, every minute of it. What was that? Enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so cheeky. Um, but uh, yeah, when we were trying, um, I remember Dean at one point saying to me, oh, you know, it's probably my fault, you know, I'm diabetic, you know, it's, you know, we're not fully pregnant, it's all me. I'm like, you never know. Don't be too quick to jump to conclusions. It could be me. Ironically, wasn't expecting it was me, but it turned out it was me. <laughs> so um, we ended up discovering uh, after seeing a, a, spe- a gynecologist um, sent me off to uh, have ultrasounds and all different types of tests and then I had to go in and they did an what's it called an endoscopic and discovered I had endometriosis um so I'm actually one of the very rare people that I my periods worked like clockwork without fail um and I never had um any of the horrific pains and symptoms that many women who suffer endometriosis do have. Um, so I was very fortunate in that respect, but I actually didn't, because we didn't know I had it, uh, my body was at the stage where my left side of my uterus was fused to my bowel. Um, and so the short outcome of that was, uh, in order to fall pregnant, we had to try IVF. No, no, we, no. yeah, so the, the thing was that we had to try IVF was one way to get rid of or to alleviate the um, IVF, I would, to alleviate the endometriosis. Um, I know, the hormone, it was to fall pregnant. The horm- hormone yep. changes. And like we said to the gynecologist that, you know, we, um, we've been trying and, you know, that was what we were hoping for and we didn't know, you know, why we couldn't fall pregnant and part of this discovery was to find out what was going on and and he was awesome he was such a you know um lovely person and um he basically said you need to go and have bowel surgery um you need to cut the the endometriosis away from the the the, um the bowel and And they didn't know um how far into the bowel the endometriosis had gone so until um, I had the surgery we were not going to know any of that so it was kind of that uh, ricochet effect it was either fall pregnant and avoid the surgery mm. or have the surgery and we're not going to know what the outcome will be um, and with the surgery uh, we had to, we had to go and see this bowel surgeon mm. and I've never met a bigger mm-mm in my life, yeah. Dean and I walked out of his surgery and, and I just went, that man is not touching me. Mm-hmm. That is a filthy pig. I cannot believe how he spoke to us, how he treated us. Yeah, he was in tears. But, yeah. uh, he was just awful. I've How you can be in a profession like that, dealing with such a sensitive topic and talk to people the way he did. Yeah. Obviously, you can hear in my voice, I was very riled up at the time <laughs> and still get emotionally attached to it. So we went back and we talked to the gynecologist and he said, well, the only other option is to try IVF. 
um, you know, give it a go and then um, let's see if we can get you to fall pregnant. If you can get you to fall pregnant, then this all goes away because the hormone change and Anne's age as well was, you know. I was th- 38. Eight, yeah. 38 at the time so uh yes apparently that's old when trying to have babies so um we started the IVF journey and uh it was I remember at the time we were like oh my gosh how are we going to be able to afford this because IVF's not cheap Mm. um and at the time my boss that I was working for was he was such a gentleman and he's like I'll pay for it I'll lend you the money I'll do this you tell me what you need I'll do whatever it takes to help you and like oh my gosh we can't do that Mm. but thank you um, and I actually had um, annual leave. Uh, I had accrued quite a lot of annual leave. So um, I said, what about, is there any chance maybe you could just pay me out the annual leave and I can use that to pay for it? So that's what we did. Um, and he, you know, the whole way through, because he yeah. was at our wedding and everything and he was just always very supportive. Um, no, we were lucky the whole way with everyone. You know, everyone yeah, we had a really good know. network of people around us that were there to you know, help and cheer us on, friends who were just, you know, Dave and Catherine were there every step of the way supporting us and, you know, they that that was such a big thing for us. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, then what happened next? Then we started the IVF and, you know, it's full-on process and there was so much information. It was totally overwhelming. Yeah. And um, then we had to have ultrasounds. There was hormone tablets we had to take yeah. and... The timing and injections yeah. and there was all this stuff and we're like what are we doing like we're going around in circles here like you know, it just it was very just, overwhelming yeah, it um, was and then like we did the first round so i had to go and do the egg retrieval and dean had to go and do the donations <laughs> in a cup. that was weird <laughs> um and uh it was quite funny because when I had to go in to have the egg retrieval, um, I said if ever there was a time I wish somebody had knocked me out faster with the drugs, that was the time because they willed me in. And I, I often say that through the IVF experience, you lose all sense of dignity because, you know, to them it's every day. For, for those of us who don't sit there flashing our boobs out to the world or any parts of our body to the world, suddenly, you know, you've got... When I was wheeled into the room... Um, I was still awake and I said to Dean, oh my God, why didn't they knock me out before they wheeled me in that room? Because I was mortified to think that there was seven, seven people at the end of the bed looking up my girl bits. And I'm like, I just did not need to know there were that many people there. Uh, plus the little man in the back room ready to cl- um, take the eggs. The so yeah, it was, yeah, it was very, yeah. <laughs> very... The whole process in itself, when you think back and look at that, you know, it's for what people go through to try and have... Um, kids is you know you take your hat off to them it's you know it's not a um, easy process to deal with mentally and it's not an easy process to deal with physically yeah Um, and and unless you've been through that journey you'll never understand it and you know people can be supportive but um, for those of us who've all gone through it and sadly you know we have very in our very close circle people who've gone through it so many times and they've never been um, able to fall yeah. pregnant and you know we we take our our kids as the gifts that they are because you know it, it wasn't our right to have them they were gifts because mm. you know we went through quite a process to get there yeah um we had how many rounds of IVF did we do we did it about three or four before the mm. round we fell pregnant on yeah, was which was that. quite funny I because we had what two three retrievals 
Yeah. It was five in the first, three in the second, and then That's it was right. four in the third or something. And yeah. Um, so um, on the one that on this round that we fell pregnant, uh, we had said to them put two in. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we were hoping that please don't don't give us twins, <laughs> but we thought we would increase our chances, and um, it, it was coincidental timing they always say that you know when you're trying to fall pregnant it's when you're like distracted that it, it happens and I know one of my girlfriends Kathy at the time was saying that you know obviously you know she has other things happening on in her life and it was then when she fell pregnant and the same kind of principle happened to us um we were um Dean at the time ended up with uh having issues with his his good eye and as a result had to stop working so I was focused on him like forget the babies we don't need it it's all about us anyway let's let's get you sorted um you know I didn't marry you for children I married you for you so if if this is where we need to go then this is where we go so we weren't focused on the whole IVF Dean's like no 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 I don't want you to have the bowel surgery and, um you know I don't want us to go through that either because you know the, the results and the outcomes weren't looking favorably for people who've gone through it so um that it was a Friday that uh we had to went into the hospital um to have the egg retrieval and then uh and Dean did his donations and my sister was our driver for the day so that morning we were at the hospital doing that that afternoon we went to um, Cabrini um, where Dean then had to have eye surgery so it was a very full-on day and then uh, it happened to be on the Sunday then they um, implanted and it was actually Valentine's Day and uh, then we had a wedding to go to a couple of weeks later and of course, Dean had had eye surgery, so he wasn't able to drive for um, a couple of weeks. So I was driving us to the wedding and I remember driving and I was sweating. I was so hot and perspiring like there was no tomorrow. I've got the air con in the car cranked up and Dean's got his jacket on. He's like, do you reckon we could turn that out off because I'm freezing? And I'm like, seriously? No. Like the sweat was pouring off me. I was drenched by the time I got to the wedding. I ended up having to wear a shawl around my shoulders the whole wedding just to <laughs> track the BO in from what was perspiring out of me. It was just full on. Anyway, the next day um, on the Monday, because that was a Sunday wedding, um, yeah, we got the phone call to say I was actually pregnant. Then <laughs> I go, well, that explains a lot about yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was oh, yes, that was very full on. And, um, yeah, and then, you know, 10 months later, out came our first baby. Um, and, and, you know, it's quite funny. I know in the start when we when we had him that we were like, do you tell him? Will we ever tell him about this yeah, process? We, we had that big discussion about it. You that, know, does we? he need to know? Is it going to impact how he, he feels? Yeah. yeah. And funnily enough, the other day he actually was asking me about it. You mm. know, that I was in the kitchen and uh, he said, you know, with this, the IVF thing, you know, what does this mean? So I just said to him, oh, well, basically... You know, you're you're definitely our child. Don't panic. <laughs> he had this look of, you know, oh. <laughs> you know, what what does this mean? I'm out of a tube or something. <laughs> and I said, no, you're ours. That we just had the medical and science help us um, bring you to life, yeah. so to speak. And then you were implanted back into mum. So um, yeah, and like he's he's aware of it all. I think I don't think he fully understands all of it, but you know, he he'll ask when he needs to know more. Mm. 
Um, and yeah, we don't feel the need to push that pressure on him to us. Twenty thousand, and you know he carries on like us, so we know he's <laughs> we know his house. <laughs> yes, but there was there was a funny conversation around the table, and um, even Riley was going, "Well, what does that mean for us then?" And I said, "Well, nothing happens with you. We know we could, mum and dad couldn't fall pregnant with Finn. We tried for all this time, and then we went down this path of IVF, and and Riley." Um, Riley was saying to us um, that, um, you know, I don't, but I don't understand, what is the IVF? So then we started explaining to them what it was and the, we their eyes were... We should probably explain that Riley and, and Aaron were conceived naturally. Yeah. We actually had Finn uh, through IVF. Then we actually fell pregnant twice in between Finn and then Riley naturally. And I know uh, with the first, the first pregnancy naturally... Um, uh, we got to the 12 week scan and um, the lady doing the ultrasound asked us, you know, um, how far along we were. And we're like, oh, you know, 12 weeks. And she's like, oh, okay. And she just had this strange look on her face. Dan and I are looking at each other, like, what's wrong? And she disappeared. And then she came back in and she said, I'm really sorry to tell you that the baby died at um, seven weeks. And um, my body just didn't know. It just kept going along as if it was pregnant. I was still chucking my guts up all the time. And um, mm. so I know that a lot of friends were reaching out, you know, saying that they were sorry for the news. And um, for Dean and me, um, we weren't devastated because we were like, oh, my God, we worked naturally. Like we did it on our own and we didn't even realise. Mm. And then uh, we fell pregnant again. And that one, I think was earlier wasn't it five or six weeks and then uh yeah we fell pregnant with riley but we i think out of the sheer fear that we had lost the other two we didn't tell anyone until a lot later yeah yeah Um, i think we told a couple of we told david catherine early but we didn't Mm. tell anyone else um and then yeah we had uh riley and then um we had the surprise of erin (laughs) (laughs) she wasn't planned (laughs) but she was certainly Welcomed. <laughs> yeah, she was welcome. She's a, a godsend, really. Like, just an amazing little kid, and yeah, um, the three of them are, and we're so lucky that you know we had that opportunity, and we and had. We're the always right... open and honest with yeah. them about the journey, um, and you know, and the the outcome of the endometriosis for me was um, when I saw um, the endo specialist. He said to me. Um, you know, try and breastfeed for as long as you can after you've had the kids because um, it slows down your system. And the longer we can keep your system um, slowed down, the better chance we have of uh, the endo clearing some of itself out. And then, uh, yeah, after having um, Erin, uh, I had the final checkup with him and um, they did an ultrasound. They have new ways of detecting the endo and um yeah i don't have it anymore it's all cleared itself and everything's you know as normal as normal is um so you know it was quite a journey and you know i know like even for women breastfeeding you know there were there's those who are pro it those who are against it those who want to get off as fast as possible those who we do know a couple who i think if they could get it breastfeed till 21 or something they would. <laughs> um but yeah so for ours we I breastfed them for uh, just on a year and then yeah it all worked to the advantage that um, was yeah. able to clear their endo yeah the gynecologist and the um, 
um, pediatrician yep. um, were absolutely amazing and you know we thank them from the bottom of our hearts for all the help and guidance that they gave us along the way you know without the proper people around you it's amazing um, you know what can happen and and a little bit of belief and a little bit of love and it's just yeah actually one of the things we we didn't say on the round that we fell pregnant um we were told to do um acupuncture yeah correct yeah because acupuncture helps uh what blood, did blood flow and um helps, donna yeah uh, donna who was our acupuncturist um said it helps with the the chi etc around your uterus to yeah. keep the blood flow and to make it a warm place for the for the um, embryo to want to implant. And so that was the round we fell pregnant on. And ironically, um, you know, a couple of years on, people who we knew that were going through IVF as well, um, we said, you know, don't give the IV, uh, give the um, acupuncture a go. You never know. And, yeah, most of them all fell pregnant on that. In fact, is I think all of them did, didn't they? Yeah. I think they all fell pregnant on the rounds that they did the um, acupuncture. One of the girls was blown away. She goes, oh, we've been trying for a long time. And, you know, I can't believe that one simple little you know, thing can change the way the body looks at the whole And the process. only thing we did, like we didn't do, with the acupuncture, it wasn't a, a long, lengthy period of, no, you know, going short. through the process. The day before they implanted, we had the acupuncture, and the day after they implanted, yeah. um, we had the acupuncture. And, yeah, that's all we did. Yeah. Um, and it was enough that the womb was, um, a, you know, an abiding safe space um, for, yeah, the magic to happen. Yeah, it was... Um incredible journey and um yeah, even right to the end where we decided that three was enough and um it's time for me to go and have my thing and we go <laughs> down to snip. see see the dr snip and, and he hands me a beer coaster with his business logo on the side of it okay can you imagine the standing door. around with your mates having a beer <laughs> holding your stubby that says mr snip <laughs> Yeah, so wrong, but anyway. <laughs> Although I watched the process um, because it was funny when I, because I said to him, you know, you came through everything with me. I'll come, I will I will come with you. And um, so they they had me sitting like next to the, the table that Dean was on and um, I could smell this burning thing and I was like, oh, I feel sick. I need to look. I need to see what's going on because that just feels wrong. And you know what? It was such a non-invasive yeah, way. Right, I was... Yeah. Yeah, I was highly impressed by what they did. Um, and all they, you know, it was a tiny little cut and then they just pulled out the um, the tubes and, like, uh, seared it in half and just, you know, broke it from happening. Albeit, I should say that my brother, who's no longer with us, he did have the snip and then they had my niece, Amy. So <laughs> he was very proud to say that his swimmers will always break through no matter what the barriers are. <laughs> But yes, thankfully, that's not happened for us. <laughs> so, you know, from where to go was a an incredible, um, incredible journey, and you know, a lot of emotions went through. Yeah. Um, the, the ups and the downs and the and the thing, but you know, we're lucky that you know we had each other to lean on and, and yeah, support and, each and other. you know, our parents, um, oh, our parents both our yeah. sets of parents were there, you know, beside us the whole way, you know, listening, cheering, helping in any way they could so um it was a very special journey not just for us but for them um so yeah we're very grateful that we had that opportunity and you know thanks to modern science 
Um, so, you know, and if you're listening to this and somebody who is going through IVF or may even have a question you want to ask us, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're always mm. happy to share anything we can and offer, you know, no, we're not experts in it, but we can share our personal journey with you. Mm. And that's a wrap. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and wanted to thank you for being here. If you'd like to learn more about us, head over to www.collectivelyaligned.com.au.